my chosen girlfriends. I'm so excited to be with you this month for our chosen podcast. I'm very excited about our special guest today because you're going to get to hear a little bit from one of our ladies that's going to be speaking at Chosen on Saturday at one of our experiences. We're doing something different this year where we're having some experiences on Saturday afternoon and you can sign up for what she's going to share. It's like a workshop. You're going to love her. She's amazing. I've interviewed her before, Sandra Steen, Dr. Sandra Steen, that I've known for over 30 years and she started out as part of our church and was working for somebody else, but had way too much in her to be working for somebody else. So she started her own business, which we definitely encouraged her to do. And she's been in business for over 30 years, Dr. Sandra Steen. She does life coaching and coaching of executive CEOs, working with companies, relationships, you name it. And she's gonna be talking about relationships at Chosen And we're going to talk a little bit about relationships today. And she's got some great information to share, and you're going to want to hear this. So thank you for joining us. And thank you, Sandra, for joining us today on our Chosen Podcast. It's always great to hear from you and to have you share because you share so many amazing, great things. So thank you for joining us today. So excited to be here with my friend of over 30 years. It's exciting. But we're very young. We were just talking about that before we started. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. We're five been... months. Five months <laughs> we'll start our friendship, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's right. That's right. Okay. So we're going to talk about relationships today. So I want to ask you a question. So why are good relationships essential for all of us? Okay. Because we want to have good relationships, not right. bad ones, but good right. ones. But why are good ones essentials for all of us? Well, you know, first of all, relationships are the currency of the kingdom. Relationships are the currency of life because nobody can do it alone. Right. As a rule, nobody can do it with the wrong people either. So good, solid relationships are so, so essential for us to move into our next level. You know, I love the quote. I'm not sure who's the author of the quote. But relationships are two imperfect people who are choosing to never give up on one another. And so it's connection. Isn't that great? Two imperfect people, and they make the decision I'm going to love you, and there's nothing you can do to change it. Oh, I love that. Well, because guess what? There are no perfect people. That's right. So we all, but, but to come to that, like, okay, no, I'm not perfect. They're not perfect, but we've made a decision that we're going to have this relationship. We're going to stand with each other. We're going to love each other. And that's what a friend does. A friend that's loves right. at all times, at no matter all what, time. at that's all what times. The word said, at that's all what time. the word says. Good it's and not bad. When they're doing everything right. It's just that's loving right. at all times. Yeah. Yep. So it's that's beautiful. right. I love that. So that it is essential for us to have those and to make that decision that, hey, through it all, there might be some things that I'm going to do or that friend does or that relationship I'm in is going to do, but we're still going to commit to that relationship and encouraging each other, right? And working through the hard things that sometimes we have to work through in relationships, right? Absolutely. Because if you're alone by yourself, you know, first and only will always be beat by a team of relationships working together. Oh, you, that's you know, so good. You know, working by yourself and, you know, it's just me and nobody else. You'll always be beat by a team. 
So it's well, important to have good relationships in your life. We yeah, all need sure. it. We sure do. And like you said, you know, and the word teaches God sets the solitary in families. He wants us to be in a family with relationships with people. And he doesn't want us to do, he didn't make us to do life alone. He made us to do life with him, first of all, and then a life with others. That's why we to exactly. love him with all our heart, soul, and mind, and to love exactly. our neighbor, each other as ourselves, right? Exactly. I always think of it as a cross. And I think about the vertical relationship is with God and the horizontal relationship is with people. And when we go vertical first, it really makes the horizontal relationships go that much better. And at the apex of that is the cross. And that's where it all happens. Oh, wow. I love that. I've never heard that, 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 you know, that description of it like that, how it meets and yeah, the, cross. It meets the horizontal and the vertical. And I always think, you know, whenever there's something going on with the horizontal relationship, it's that we first need to work out the vertical. Oh, and it wow. will certainly make the horizontal fall in place. And that we gotta is so go to, true. Yeah, we got to go to that first Corinthians, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. We got to go there. Yeah, that's so true. You're so right. And I was thinking about even your relationship with your spouse or a best friend or somebody you're dating. If the, something's going wrong, go to that vertical relationship first and see what God says. You know, I right. have people all the time that'll say, okay, you've been married 47 years almost. It's hard to Woo! believe, but I know. Sheesh, oh, I don't know how that happened. But anyway, they're like, so what's the secret? I'm like, well, first of all, there's no secrets. There's no secret to right. a good relationship, okay? It's hard work. There's hard work involved. But if I say anything to people, I was like, you have to both be committed to, we're going to do it his way, what God yes. says, okay? Thank you. We're, yeah, we're going to submit to the Lord and then whatever he says, that's what we're going to do. Then it's going to make that horizontal relationship okay because we're submitted into the Lord, right? Because yes. he's saying, well, hey, you have to lay down your life. Oh, I don't like that part. <laughs> you know, and sometimes you have to do that for your, obviously for your spouse, but also for right. your relationships with your right. friends. And like you said, yeah. love at all times, you know, and love, love is patient, love is kind. Well, am yes. I doing that? You know, yes. in and when I read his word and I've got this relationship going good and in a place that where I'm teachable and learning and being obedient to his word and reading his word and confessing his word, then that good relationship is going to be good with my vertical relationships, my husband, my spouse or my friends, you know? Yes. Yes. I don't know if you remember in one of the sessions, I think I was I did this even in the session I did years ago there. Uh, at Summit, but I talked about love arrest. Oh, yeah. You, you know, love is a decision. And so you read your rights to someone else. And so you imagine um, saying, I have the right to be kind to you. I mm. have the right to not charge you with wrong. And so you're reading your rights. And as you're reading your rights, you are making the decision to love. Oh, it's not wow. that easy but I've, you know, I've had to place so many people under love arrest. And that means <laughs> that when I place them under love arrest, I have to review my rights as given to me in the word and the scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, love oh, arrest. That's so good. I love that. That's, yeah. and you go back to that scripture too. I love yes. that. And that's yes. your, man. that's here. Here's the measuring stick, right? 
Yes. Here's the measuring yes. stick is the word of God. Yes. Okay. Well, what are the five critical relationships to advance your life? Wow. So I've been talking about this for a number of years and uh, people start writing very fast because what I'm about to tell you are the five critical relationships for going higher in life. If you're stuck and you have dreams, you have goals, I don't care what it is. These are the relationships that's going to take you to the next level. And all of us have a next, no matter what our accomplishments are in the moment. And, you know, the scripture says, walk with the wise and you become wise. But, you know, if you have a companion of fools, that's going to lead to harm. And so what are those five critical relationships, Cindy, that we all need uh, that make us better because we can't do it alone? The first relationship that we need is a relationship that's just really simply known by role models. You know, having someone that we can look at and say, you know, I don't have to be exactly like them, but I see them in a light where they're doing something that I have dreamed of doing and I could look at them and say, that's the way to do it. And mm -hmm. it could be a role model couple in marriage you know, mm -hmm. where you can see how they walk. You know, the word says, be living epistles known and read of all men. Right. Where are those living epistles that we can point to and say, wow, that's the way to do it. So we all so need a role model. And, you know, Jesus made himself a role model for us. Yes, he we did. Have, we have a written document that gives us an example of what he's called us to be and do. And then he left us and said, greater work shall you do. So yeah. how we um, look at role models and also how we're role modeling into other people's lives. So that's relationship number one. Where yeah. are your role models? That's good. That you that's number one. Number yep. two, I would those. say is probably one of the most important ones that we need. And not because I tend to do this, but because it is probably the number one way I've seen people improve their life. And that is having coaches and mentors. We all need a coach. Mm -hmm. and, and when I talk about a coach, you know, the scripture says where there is no counsel, people are going to fail. Yeah. And uh, there's safety in a multitude of counsel. Yeah. Yeah. So who is the person in your life that is an active one in giving you feedback and giving you good advice and helping you to go through your discovery? Because all coaching is about self-discovery. So it's not just having a coach to give you the answers, but having somebody that can give you good advice. I've had business coaches. I continue to have business coach. You know, I have health coaches. Uh, I needed a dating coach, you know, so you can have more than one coach. Oh yeah. But, that's good. Um, you know, it's kind of a coach in what uh, the areas, the different and the areas area of your that life. you need. Yeah. yeah you know, that you need help like with. Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tiger Woods, a, a champion twice, but he had like five different coaches. He had a coach for every specific golf swing that he needed to improve on. That's so Michael good. Jordan, you know, historically, he had so many coaches that would help him in a specific area. And I find that a lot of times people need to go to the next level, but they're not seeking good counsel. 
That's you so know, good. if it's business, get a business coach. Even yep. in marriage, there are marriage coaches. There oh, are yeah. all kinds of coaches. Now we need to be discerning and selective oh, yeah. because everybody that's hanging up shingles calling themselves a coach. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Doesn't mean that they're a coach, but be discerning, right. but get somebody that can help you in that specific area. That's how we grow. So that's number yeah. two. Yeah. And that's so good too. It made me think about like basketball coaches. You have a basketball team or a football team and they have specialty coaches for each area. Okay. There's, you know, the defensive coach, there's the offensive coach, there's the field goal coach, there's the, you know, uh, this coach or, you know, for different things. Oh, you're the kicker. He's got a coach. The quarterback has a coach. There's co coaches for, you know, different positions. But that with all those coaches coming together, that's what the, makes the team work. And that's what's going to help your life be, you know. Uh, and sometimes you can read a book. You might not can find a person like in your life that, wow, I need some advice or some, you know, I'd like to have some wisdom on this topic or on this that's going on. And I might not know the person, but I can look for a good book or ask for some, you know, somebody's recommendation of if you see somebody that you feel like is doing well in their life right. in a certain area that you're wanting to do well in or right. improve in, in your relationships, right. you can ask that person too, hey, so tell me, where do you get, what helps you? Where have you gotten some of your counsel right. to help you? And sometimes they can give you that sometimes they can become a person that gives you the good, wise counsel. And then sometimes they can direct you, well, hey, I read this book and it's very helpful. Exactly. That's that's a really good way and approach for that whole subject of coaching and mentor. But be open because we need good advice. I like the way Proverbs said, listen to good advice and accept instruction so that you might be wise in the future. I believe that's Amen. Proverbs 19 and 20. So that's we so all need, you never outgrow the need for instruction, advice, coaching. You sure do not. Never. No, you don't. So no. always have some, and you know, like you said, beautiful example. If you don't know something in that subject, you know, you're digging out the book. Now I'm going to go deeper when we talk about this in relationship. I'm going to go deeper in this whole subject of how you select a coach and how you select a mentor. And there's going to be some really valuable information so you can find the right people Good. to help. Uh, move you. So that'll be part of what our discussion part of your session. Oh, well, good. Yes. That's exciting. Yes. We can look forward to that. Okay, yes. go ahead on the five Absolutely. critical relationships. So the, the third one, so we've got role models, coaches and mentors. The third one are sponsors and partners. And we mm -hmm. all do need a partner. Now, the real distinction of a sponsor or partner is that we all need people who are willing to write a check for us. And in some cases, it might be your clients or your customers. You know, you might be a young millennial and your partner's sponsor is mom and dad because they write the check for you to go to college, you know, or you may have a dream and the sponsor or the partner would be an investor. But at some point, we all are going to need somebody that can write the check for the dream that we have inside of us. And it will come in a number of ways, but that becomes a key component. So we have role models, coaches and mentors, sponsors and partners. And number four is one of the most valuable ones. And we all need a friend. And uh, friends are not counted on both hands. I, I'm, I'm just 
Very true. Sobering news. Very true. (laughs) Um, A friend is somebody who really is cheering you on and they really want you to succeed. And unfortunately in our world and in this so-called cancel culture, people are looking to cancel you rather than Mm -hmm. to push you ahead. But a friend, as we talked about, loves at all times. A friend is clapping for your success. A friend, you can pick up the phone and you can expose your pain and your your hurts to them and they're not judging you. Yeah. And even when we fall because we're mortals and we make mistakes, a friend is still there for you. Yeah. You know, not saying way to go in the mistake, but even though you made the mistake, I'm still your friend. Yeah. And they still love you because a friend again loves at all times. They love at all times and they're finding ways to bring you back. We all need that. But one of the mistakes that we made are one of the opportunities, I won't call it a mistake, but the opportunity is to really know a friend, know a friend and know that it's not big numbers. And you may have, you know, you may be the person, uh, people person, and you're around a lot of people, uh, but don't make the mistake to know, uh, to think that everybody's applauding your success. Yeah. Like everybody in your own. Yeah. If you're on Facebook or if you're on Instagram, all those people that are friends are not really all of your friends. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's like, um, I, I saw this cartoon and and they were showing the funeral and and the, and I guess there were five people there. And he goes, but he had 3,000 friends on Facebook. Yeah. Well, uh, Rick says, my husband says all the time that he said the very same thing. He tells, you know, from the pulpit, he'll say, you, if you have five good friends, you yeah. are a blessed person. And he can name who his five best friends are, even though he has a lot of friends he has five. These are the friends that I can count on one hand that I knew, know, that would do anything for me. I yeah. know that they would speak the truth to right. me and love. I trust them. Right. And I know that what they're going to tell me is going to be good in the long run. And they're, you know, they're concerned about me. So there you go. Yeah. And that's one of the key critical relationships that we need. So we need a role model. We need coaches and mentors. We need sponsors and partners um, that will write the checks for us. And we need a friend that loves us at all times and applaud our success. Um, Even when we fall, they're there for our support. And then the fifth critical relationship is community. We need a community of believers, people of kindred spirit. You know, that's where we find it at church. That's why church is so important, where we take not the assembling of ourselves together, because we need community, especially now where we can go among believers and faith comes by hearing, hearing comes by the word of God. And we need people who are believing truth, who are speaking truth, who are elevating our faith. And then we can go out and conquer our giants because we have a good community of believers and we need that, especially now. So those are our five critical relationships, role models, coaches. We need a sponsor, we need a friend, and we need a community. So good. That's so good. It's like you said, it's so important to keep yourself in that community too yeah. and with faith filled people. Yeah. You know, I always tell people all the time that 
you know, I'll say I'm closer to people that are in our church, my church family, than I am my natural family because exactly. there is a foundation that we share by faith yes. in Jesus Christ that yes. we are on the same page and that that we're coming from that perspective. Yes. And those people encourage me and they're going <clears> to <throat> encourage me with in God's word yes. and to do what he says. And, and I'm closer to those people. That's who my community. My, who is my brother? That's what Jesus said. Who is my brother? Who is my brother? That's right. One that's, that's right. doing the will, the will of, of God. Father. Yeah. That's For my sure. brother. So yep. we need a community of those people. And it doesn't mean that we have intimacy with all of them, but we yeah. have a community where God set this thing up so well. It's so brilliant. The kingdom is so brilliant. That's why I love advancing it because every answer is right there in the Bible. I mean, yeah. God really did do a marvelous job. And he said, I set this up. The hand don't say to the foot, I don't have need of you because I gave everything that needs to be there to perfect you. Yeah. For and sure. all you got to do is plug into it. It's all there. Yeah, it's so good. And like you said, the hand, it's every part is important. Every part. Like your body, your natural body, every part is important. You want every part of your body, your natural body working together in unity for one thing or the same thing in the body. And God puts those pieces together, not to compete, but to work together. Absolutely. Because if you destroy a part of your body. Can you imagine the hand is fighting the foot and that's why it becomes handicapped. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> and that's so good. what are we doing to parts of the body when we're fighting and we're not pulling together in unity? Because you know, the world system, uh, there's no answers there. And yeah. um, literally they're waiting for the children of God to rise up and be the answer and say what the answer is. But when the children of God are fighting one another right. and making us handicapped, you know, there's yeah. no answer in that. That's so true. Yeah. And unity doesn't mean that, you know, we dwell together in unity. God commands blessing. What well, doesn't mean that we all believe the same thing because right. we're not. But let's stand in unity for righteousness and joy yes. and peace and kindness yes. and love and the will of God. Let's stand in unity for his word. Let's talk about the things we can stand in unity for, not make an issue of what we're against. So what about, oh, I can't live with, I'm not, I can't be in unity with you because you don't believe this or that or whatever. Let's talk about what we can be. Let's be united in purpose. Let's be exactly. united in what in the kingdom of God. Let's be united in sharing the gospel of the good news because really that's what we all need and everybody needs. And there's no answer ex outside of the good news of the gospel. Of the so, good news and making a big deal about God. I believe we yeah. all share that same purpose that yes. we receive Christ to make a big deal about our God. Amen. And uh, we make uh, no his name what, famous. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We, yeah. we make his name famous and there are no disagreements to how good God is. There and sure I remember isn't. Rick used to tell us, you know, when I was coming up in the ministry and he would he would say, let's keep the main things, the main things. The let's main not thing. major in mysteries that right. we don't even know the answer to because God's not revealed all mysteries to us. That's right. But That's true. there is no mystery about love. No, nope. there is no mystery nope. of joy and peace. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's the God of all flesh. You know, yes. we have a lot to talk about in the good news. Why would we major in things that are really minor? Exactly. I totally agree. Okay. Uh, there are some surefire fire ways that you, we can do things to kill a relationship. Can you just give us three of those? Because we can do that really well. I think we're really, most people were good at that. So what are some three, can you give me three fire ways that we can, things that we do that kill our relationships? Okay. So I'm going to talk about the big three, but there are some more and we'll have to discuss those uh, actually doing the workshop. But number one is selfishness. Mm. It's killing relationships. You know, the word of God says um, that we are to look out for one another's interests and not just our own. And when we take that word and it's not just about me, 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 we have become a narcissistic society. Where did this happen? It is so against how the word instructs us to live. You know, not that you are just totally self-sacrificing, but when we put away just what I want, just me, me, me. Uh, Because really, if you really want to know, and I I remember Rick Godwin saying this one too, Cindy. He said, if you really want to know a person's agenda, deny them what they want. Oh, wow. And that's very real in a relationship because at the moment a person doesn't get their own way, who will they become with you? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to find out the core of our relationships, but we're also going to find out the core of our agenda. When, Because when can we have it our way? I mean, Burger King, maybe, but (laughs) (laughs) you just can't have it your way all the way. But that is killing. Selfishness is killing relationship. Now, along with selfishness comes um, pride and Mm -hmm. a lot of pride. And that's where ego... Um, I like to say it this way. Ego is the reason for all of our suffering. And it goes along with that selfishness where, you know, I've got to be the one recognized. When can you be in a relationship? And here's a real test. When can you be in a relationship where you don't get credit? You don't get recognized. But because of the big picture, because of the vision, you maintain the relationship because your eye is not on what I get and my pride and my ego, but what is happening for the greater good of everybody. Those are the core values of a really good relationship. So it's selfishness and pride. They are relationship busters. I'll put it like that. The third one is a big one. And um, it's jealousy. I was thinking that. I was th- before you said it. I was thinking. I bet jealousy's in there. Jealousy is in there, and you know that scripture. It says, um, I forget where it's found. Anger is cruel and overwhelming, but who can handle jealousy? Wow. Um, when you are denied your way, we found out in the first book of the Bible among yeah. brethren, yeah. when you're denied your way, it results to murder. And it's true today. Now, maybe you don't pull out a 
pistol, a gun, or a weapon to kill somebody. But when you get into jealousy, and I will be talking about this in the session, and you'll leave there understanding the four stages of jealousy, because I'm going to talk about that, Cindy, the four yeah. stages of jealousy. I'm going to also talk about, like, if you are the victim of jealousy, what you should be doing. Oh, good. But Very good. I have heard so many people who will deny jealousy. And in my lifetime, I don't think I've ever witnessed um an altar call for jealousy. I've witnessed <laughs> altar calls, for, but it's the biggest disease that nobody has. You know, everybody denies it. Like I'm not yeah, jealous. They don't, I'm, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. <laughs> I'm not jealous. But so jealousy has a hidden place in many people, and I guarantee you, once we spend some time together, you're gonna know how to spot jealousy immediately. I I believe that once you finish. Cindy, we're going to talk about jealousy where you will be able to see jealousy in 10 seconds. Wow, that's awesome. And I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to we're going to deal with that and I um I um when I talked about this particular subject, it hit Hollywood. I was doing a podcast, I was being interviewed and I talked about these four sages and they weren't necessarily believers, but what I'm just so excited that this happened because uh, Gabrielle Union, one of the, uh, she's yeah. an actress. You've yeah, heard of I know. Yeah. She's married to Dwayne Wade. Yes. I know my foot basketball. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know your YouTube information. <laughs> <laughs> but I was doing this and there was a um, psychiatrist on, and we were talking about this and, and even the psychiatrist said, well, I've never heard anybody explain jealousy like this. Well, what, because she, she was dealing with academics and I was dealing with spiritual law coming from the Bible. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I found these four laws uh, of jealousy by studying uh, Cain and Abel. Oh, and yeah. so when I went through the four levels and so Gabrielle Union, the story's been told to me. I haven't talked directly. She don't know me. I mean, but she heard the information or whatever. But she got on a public stage and, and apologized to her public uh, uh, community of other actresses and said, you may not have known that I was jealous, but here's how I felt. And these are some of the wow. things that I did, but I wouldn't have known that that was jealousy had I not heard this podcast. Wow. So I say that we're going to discuss that because the it's first be stage so of jealousy is very deceptive and it's something that, and I'll give you the first stage. I'm not going to give you all for it now. We don't have time for that. <laughs> no, but. you've got to give the ladies something to look forward to. And they're, <laughs> when you come and teach, it's going to be awesome. Yes, yes. Chosen, so yeah. Yes, yes. At Chosen, I'm going to go deeper. We're going to take a deeper dive. But the first stage, ladies, of jealousy is comparison. And we're not to compare ourselves among ourselves because, you know, if you make the comparison to another female, and of course it can, it can go cross gender lines, but let's just deal with females comparing themselves to one another. Well, I'm not tall as her and I'm not pretty as her and I'm the, da, da, da. so in jealousy, yeah. it starts out that you either going to feel less than or more than. And that's why the Bible says it's so not good. wise to compare ourselves among ourselves. Because, you know, there are people, they're going through, they may be in a winter season and you've come out of a winter and you've gone into the fall or the spring or a different season. Every season has this unique ability. Right. And if right. I compare myself in my winter to somebody who's in their spring, I'm going to feel less than, yeah. but it's not that I'm less than, yeah. it's timing. 
just yeah. hold on. It's just, yeah, it's just where I am at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Like God saying to the brothers, look, if you just go on and do your gift, why are you looking at your brother's gift? Do your yeah. gift. Oh yeah. That's so good. So, so yeah. good. So there are four stages and we'll, we'll take a deeper dive into that. And I guarantee you that after you've been exposed to this information, one, you will know immediately if you ever fall into um, jealousy. And that's a basis of prevention. Oh, good. Well, I can't wait. How do you, how does a person identify an unsafe person uh, before you connect with them in a relationship? Because obviously a lot of times people get into relationships, maybe they didn't think about it before they went into it and it turned out not to be a good relationship or an unsafe relationship. And they've kind of committed themselves to this and then they have to try to figure out how to get out. So it'd be much better to identify an unsafe person before you actually really get into a relationship with somebody right before. So how can you identify that? Yes, yeah, so there are some characteristics, them. and there's a there's a great book, Safe People, and um, oh wow, his name escapes me. But if you Google Safe People, you're going to find the author and the book. Okay, it's a brilliant book, and I've used this book as the basis of some of the teachings on relationships that I've done in the past. And uh, I mean, he gives us maybe ten or fifteen, but I'm just going to give a couple now, just to give you an example. When um, if you Find a person that can never admit they're wrong. They're not safe. Oh, they can't. They can, yeah, yeah. Because and they can't humble themselves. They yeah, can't right? humble themselves. They can't ever admit a weakness. They wow. can't ever no. uh, apologize. Now, uh, be careful of people because I've known people. And this is not a safe relationship or a safe person for you. And I'm not judging people. We're judging behavior. Oh, yeah. No, because, yeah, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right. but against principalities and powers. So it's not the person, but it's you you recognizing or having discernment about something that's working and in that person that's not going to be good for you in your relationship. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so if they are constantly apologizing, but they never truly repent. See, repentance means to change. Yeah, turn, turn away around. From. Turn yeah. away from, go a different way. And there way. are people yeah. that are constantly, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. But you see them saying, I'm sorry frequently, but they continue to do the same behavior. They're not safe. That's good. That's They're not good. safe. Not true. Yeah, not true repentance. Wow. Yeah, because yes. you don't want to be around somebody that's like that. No, for sure. Yes. That's good. Good. Yes. Okay. One last question before we end. You are often referred to as the breakthrough strategist. I love that. God of the breakthrough. Breakthrough strategist. Breakthrough strategist. Yes. Well, what relationship breakthroughs can attendees expect during their experience with you at Chosen? Oh, it's going to be so exciting, ladies. You know, um, I started to accept this uh, breaker anointing, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, because people would always say, you know, when I sat through this session, that just had this breaking anointing. Things change. So, so I'm one of <laughs> I'm God's daughter who would <laughs> constantly saying, Lord, if this is my assignment, then let's have results. I was always about results. I, I never yeah. wanted to keep doing something that didn't matter, that it didn't bring results. It didn't, yeah, it didn't bring, produce fruit, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So like the lady in the court who kept 
giving that judge, let me, let me, let yep. me have it. You know, yep. and God used that analogy. I think I did that with God. Like, please let me be about results. Please let me be about So now this breakthrough strategist has come about. Well, here's the breakthroughs that you're going to experience. If you've been stuck, uh, you're going to see breakthrough. And I mean, stuck in what's my next and uh, how do I get to my dream? Let me tell you, you're going to experience breakthrough because relationships are part of the breakthrough to your next level. See, you can be in the right place, which is really important. You know, the first question asked of mankind, where are you? Wow. Mm. The first question asked of mankind was about uh, demographics. Where are you? And God knew wow. where they were. But of he, course. that question demonstrates the importance of right place. And Rick Godwin has done so much brilliant teaching. That's where I've really grown. Just being, I call him my coach <laughs> and mentor. <laughs> um, so right place is one thing, the right thing. So doing the right thing. And, and we all place a lot of emphasis on, should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? You know, that's important. Right place, right thing. And then right timing. You know, Ecclesiastes said there's a time for everything. Yep. So you right. need right place, right time. And um, you need to be in the right, uh, you need to be doing the right thing. But you know what? Your breakthrough is going to happen with the right people. And uh, so how good. that comes through in your relationships is going to solve wow. everything that God has assigned you. So that's going to be a huge breakthrough for Yay. the chosen ladies. You're Yay. going to really begin to understand right people and that's how to so operate good. in right and good relationships that cause the ultimate breakthrough. Wow. This is exciting, ladies. I can't wait. It's going to be yes. great. Yes. Well, thank you for giving us a taste today yes. of what it's going to be like. But ladies, you're going to, you know, you're going to go, well, how do I sign up for that? You'll find out when you register for Chosen. We'll be sending you a link that you can sign up for the week of Chosen. So you make sure you sign up for her session, her experience, because you're going to have a breakthrough. And I do believe, first of all, I always believe at Chosen, there's going to be an incredible breakthrough through for every woman there because yes. every speaker has something that they're going to share yes. that is going to cause something in you to break off and you to become alive in something yes. that maybe you were never alive in before because the chosen message is that that you're yes. chosen you're special god has a special place and a thing for you and it's going to come through amazing godly relationships one of those ways that it's going to come so i can't wait i really appreciate so much you joining me today i appreciate my and love all my chosen girls and i can't wait to see you i'm counting down the days to chosen we're getting ready. We're doing, we're doing all kinds of preparations. I'm so excited. And thank you again. It's going to be a powerful session and the breakthrough strategist is going to be there. So that's going to be awesome. I've been saying this all year since January when I heard the Lord say, go higher. And oh. that's what's happening. That's part of the breakthrough. And I know we're looking up. Yes, we're we going are looking higher, up, going higher. Yep. Higher, 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 deeper depth. That's yep. what we're going to the next level. That's right. You know, we're it's going the next higher. Level. We're going That's higher. Right. We're going higher. We're looking up. Our relationships are going higher. Everything yep. about everything us, everything about that us. you look up, that you, yes. you will look up and it's higher. It's better. It's, it's better than better. here before. Yep. We're not, yep. not going to be consumed in this same place and stuff. Yep. We go higher. Yep. 
Absolutely. Or not. You heard that, ladies. Okay, look up. We're going higher. We're going higher. We're going higher. I'll see you next month. And I love you. Be Have just an incredible, blessed day, week, month. That's what your life is supposed to be about every day. And remember, you're chosen and that I love you. And I'm rooting for you and cheering you on. 